Thank you to Purvis Productions for producing this podcast. Follow on Instagram at Purvis underscore productions. Looking to see what we're up to in between episodes? Make sure to follow us on Instagram at NoBS with Joy and Brittany. And you can also follow our personal pages. Mine, Brittany's, is at Coaching Crowns LLC. And mine is Joy M. Weiss. This is No BS with Joy and Brittany. And we're here to feed you the truth and nothing but the truth. Last week, as you know, we had Ashley Purvis on the podcast with her boudoir, yeah. Confidently You. Um, I hope you guys got a lot of good nuggets out of there because we probably could have talked for three hours. Oh, my gosh. One. It was, and it's one of those things, like, I don't know, like, for me, one of the biggest takeaways is her passion mm-hmm. for making women feel powerful, for cheering them on, you know, and just for like finding the beauty in the things that we don't think are beautiful. 100%. And so this week we wanted to talk like kind of move forward from that a little bit and talk about like cheering each other on, you know, and being hype women, being, you know, I guess hype men, like whatever whatever, whatever yeah. it is, it doesn't matter. Um, Even if like you're, you're on your own journey, you know, whatever it is that you can still be cheering for someone else. Yeah, because we were talking about how in her group, um, everyone cheers for each other. It doesn't matter who the person is, what their background is, what they're about, what their size is. Every single photograph that's posted, everyone in that group is hyping that person up. Yeah, And it inspired us to just be like, okay, what happens if we take this idea of cheering every single person on and moving it even out of that space into just every single space that we're in, what does that look like? Yeah. So part of this too, um, I was texting Brittany this weekend. I was at a sporting event, um, a youth sporting event, and it kind of hit me, you know, um, as each of the kiddos was, you know, doing their thing. Like you, you watch people cheering for only their own team. Right. And I get it. I, I understand like that is part of part of yeah. sports. Right. But this was an individual sport. And so each kid is out there putting in their own effort, you know, running their own race on their own journey, doing their own thing, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, the the person who's in front. Is working just as hard as the person in the back. The person in the back is working just as hard as the person in the front. And what I mean by that is like our effort matters in whatever we're doing, right? Mm. Whatever effort we're able to give matters. And so like, why aren't we cheering each other on all the time? You know, Um, why aren't we cheering for more than our own team in life? I want to see you be successful. I want to see me be successful. I want to see whomever be successful, why not? Like, why, why do we keep that to ourselves or say, okay, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want Brittany to be successful at that because if she's successful at that, then she might surpass me. Mm. So going off of that, probably one of the most powerful moments from my first show on stage. So one pose that you do in the division that I was competing in is, you know, you're all facing, your face, your face is facing the back wall. 
and your backside towards the judges, you know, but you're all lined up next to each other so close that you can like literally see each other's muscles shaking because you're so nervous. I remember it was my first show ever and the girl next to me, she's, you know, we're in this pose. We're all like frozen and tensed up and she whispers to me, girl, you've got this. And I just remember being blown away because bodybuilding isn't, like you said, an individual sport. And me placing top tier would mean her not placing top tier. Correct. But she chose in that moment to put how she felt aside and to cheer someone on Mm -hmm. that might beat her. Yeah. And I will always, I will always remember that because in that moment, I said, I... I want to be that kind of competitor. So from every show on, I am going to choose somebody and look at them, even if they might beat me and say, man, you've got this. Absolutely. And I, you know, I think about racing. I think about running, you know, I cheer for the people I pass and I cheer for the people that pass me. Yes, 100%. And just to realize we are human So I don't want you to think that comparison is bad. So I think we all think, I just need to stop comparing myself. I don't think that's true because we're human. We're just naturally, it's in us to just look at somebody and compare. But you make the choice of, okay, when I do compare myself, am I going to try to compete or am I going to be inspired by this person Absolutely, Absolutely. And I think that is the turning point in your own growth of saying, okay, I don't want a competition, but I'm going to let this person inspire me in this moment. Well, and think about that in a coaching space too, right? So I think about, um, you know, every coach is different. And I'll talk about this in terms of cycle bar. So uh, on the bike there, you know, we've got several coaches at the studio and we're all very, very Mm -hmm. different. We all have different strengths. We have different weaknesses, things that we like to do, things that we don't. And, you know, it, it would be a disservice to our riders if we were consistently competing with each other. Yes. That doesn't do them any good. What we want is for them to come in and ride with me and experience my strengths, then go to you and experience your strengths and and, and become well-rounded and cheer for each other in those things. Yeah, and one of my favorite things to watch and experience is, you know, when we do get the chance to either be a participant in a duo ride or watch one, to see two instructors completely hype each other up yes. on the bike because I feel like that comes off the podium and onto the riders of, oh, <laughs> they cheer each other on on the podium. So we're going to do that out here too. Yep, yep. Um, and that is what creates a safe space for people to find freedom in movement is when you're taking that whole competition out and you're not trying to outdo each other or outshine each other. You're like, I'm going to shine bright and I want you to shine bright too. You know, and where does uh, something else I've been thinking about, where does it start where we really start that competitiveness, right? Like, where does society like really creep in and get us to compete? Because I think about watching the kids at this sporting event and they were cheering for each other. 
they would go back and cheer for the next person. You know, they would wait at the finish line and cheer for the rest of their team, for cheer for everybody coming across, whether it was on their team or not. Where do we lose that? Where do we stop cheering for everybody else? Gosh, that is so... And where that line is drawn is so hard and I don't know. And I realized that that I had lost that about myself when Edie, my daughter, started playing. Oh, Lord. Ethan's in here. He, <laughs> he coached her, so he's like, help me. So, but there's something about... There's something about her, even though soccer was definitely not her sport. Okay. But there was a moment in a game where this little boy tripped and I'm yelling at her. I'm like, girl, this is your time. You run him over and you get over there. And instead, Edie does not care that it is her moment to shine or run. She stops in the middle of the field for this kid on a different team and wants to make sure that he's okay. Yeah, And I'm like, Ooh. Weird. And that's the thing. Where was it lost? Where was it lost? Yeah, because it gets lost. And I think so much of it, I, I think it, it gets lost in our sense of having to be the best, you know, at whatever mm. we're doing. Society tells us, like, don't don't worry about what anyone, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. I, and I get it to perspective in, in a, I don't know, in a way you can't worry about what everybody else is doing, but you still have to be supportive of them, too. And so like losing that piece just makes life kind of, eh, you know, it makes it sad when, when you have people cheering for you and you're cheering for others, life's a lot better when you're like, I've got that support system, even if our goals aren't the same, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Like it's just, it, life is better that way. Well, and I think it, you're right. It comes from this idea of if you're not going to be the best and you're not going to be the person that wins, then why be there at all? Right. What if what if you can just exist in a space not knowing or knowing that you're probably not going to be the best and that's okay? Yeah, but right? it, but that's hard, right? It's hard because I think for so long we're like, okay, if you want any recognition, you have to mm. be the best. If you want this, you have to be the best. You want that. And, and the, by the best, I mean first. Like second's the first loser, right? Right, that's what you're told. Yeah, but what if your best <laughs> was the best? Hey everyone, it is October, which as you know is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Our sponsors at Scooter's Coffee are actually just launching their Breast Cancer Awareness Sugar Cookies. They're going to be donating 20% of all their Scooter's Coffee Sugar Cookie sales to the Pink Agenda. And this is going to be running all month long, all the way through the 31st. So make sure to get one. All right. So we have something kind of exciting for you all as well. So, you know, Brittany and I both teach at Cycle Bar here in Springfield. And if you haven't had the chance to try it out yet... We have a code for you, okay? So this is going to get you 50% off either a 5-pack, 10-pack, or 20-pack, okay? So this is a pretty good deal. The code for you is NOBS, so N-O-B-S, all capital letters, all right? So you can go to just Google Cycle Bar Springfield East, pull up the webpage. You will click on the ride pack that you want, enter that code. And you will get that discount. This is for new riders only. So if you haven't tried this yet, it is your chance, okay? Try new stuff. And if you have any questions about the promo or how it works, whatever, shoot us a message. We're happy to help. But we hope to see you on the bike soon. So at Cycle Bar, we have what's called a leaderboard. And like 
you can put your name on there and you can like, you know, we do races and all sorts of stuff. And something I tried to tell them one day is, okay, we're going to do an effort. All your names are going to be on the board and it's obviously going to be in a order of what you would think strength. And I was like, but on this effort, instead of seeing the person in front of you as ahead of you and the people beneath you as behind you, what if you saw all those names on the board as surrounding you instead? Yes. And I think that's the kind of idea that we need to have in every single space of, I'm not chasing you. You're not ahead of me. You're not behind me. You're not behind. You're literally surrounding me and I'm surrounding you. Mm -hmm. And we're doing this together. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's very cool going back to Ashley and the photos um, is trying to create this space that like differs from what society tells us. You know, it's trying to create this space where it's like we're hyping you up no matter what. We're not being catty. You know, mm -hmm. we're not being petty about this stuff. And, you know, that's contrary to what society wants us to do. It's like one upper girl, one upper, you know, you got to be better. You got to be the best. Don't tell her she's beautiful. Don't let her know that, you know, right. If she knows, then you're beneath her. And Ashley's creating this space that's like, no, no we're all equal. We all have a story. We're all beautiful. And I think that when you like embrace that, I don't know, like it's, there's just more joy in every day, in your every day. Oh yeah. And coming from, um, I'm going to talk about the Enneagram again, cause I have a mental illness because I love the Enneagram that much. But as a type three, um, I can gauge if I'm in a healthy space or not, sure. by how much I'm cheering for other people. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a constant state of self-promotion and that's it, I have to check myself. Mm -hmm. But if I'm in a state where I am constantly lifting other people up, even especially people that might be better than me in a space, I know I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a gauge. And honestly, you would think I would be finding more joy when I'm promoting myself and just like, look what I'm doing and highlighting myself and my own accomplishments. But I have found that I am my most happiest, authentic self when I am elevating these other people that I share space with. You know, and I think like, I don't want you to hear us and say that like, it's wrong to compete, mm. right? I mean, when you're on stage you're competing. It's a yeah. competition. When I race, it's a competition. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be out there and do your best. Mm. But at the same time, you're not there to belittle everybody else either to make them feel bad to put them down. Like you can still lift people up and compete in your own space. Mm -hmm. Well, and coming from like, <laughs> coming from my first show where I did win. And then my second show, which was my first pro show where I did not, <laughs> I came in last, um, taking that attitude instead of trying to pick apart as to, well, why did they place ahead of me? Right. I placed last. Yeah. I mean, you, it could have been like, oh, I didn't like her this or that or this, you know, all those things. Right. Like, obviously, something was flawed in the judge's brain. Yeah, it's their fault. It wasn't me. Right. right, right, right. Instead, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, it's okay to clap and celebrate and say, 
those pro athletes 100% deserved the placing that they got. Yeah, they Even if hard. it was above me. Yeah, yes. And I think that's the space and the mindset that we have to be in of like, I'm working hard, but guess what? Those other people are working just as hard. They're working hard too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you got to be honest with yourself and say, oh, they actually worked harder than me. Oh, yeah. And they deserved that, you know, and to be able to cheer for them and say, well done. Yes. Well done. I mean, even in that racing space of, and I love that about the running community. Like I'm, I don't know if I've really seen it almost anywhere else. Um, to be on a course, especially those out and backs where you get to, yep. you know, you get to face and cross the people that are about to win the race there. That's like my favorite thing is whenever I'm running and I'm almost to the turnaround point and I see that first, the first female person come. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, girl, Go. I'm always yelling at her. Like you're about to be first female, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, there is just something about that and that glance that you experience with that runner mm-hmm. of just like, thank you so much for that acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. And I acknowledge you too. Yeah. And I mean, that translates into so many things, into the workplace, mm-hmm. you know, into social lives, you know, into anything. Cheer for your people and cheer for the people that you don't know. Yes. And I know this is... This is probably a really hard lesson and a hard truth, but until you're able to celebrate other people's wins, you don't deserve to win. Ooh, yeah. No, and that is a hard thing because sometimes you're second, sometimes you're third, sometimes you're last. (laughs) Been there. You know, me too. And that's, I mean, that's just part of life, right? But if you sit there and you pick apart first, second, third, fourth, and you pick it apart and you pick it apart, but there's never any work on you. Mm-hmm. All that keeps happening is you just keep picking. You just keep picking. And the picking overflows into everything. It overflows into your relationships. It overflows into your work. And all of a sudden, there's just this negativity. And it's a really hard hole to crawl out of. And nobody wants to be around that. No. Right? No. Nobody wants to be around somebody who thinks they deserve the W or the win in every single space of their life. Correct. And it's okay to say, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the win on that one. Mm -hmm. And I go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. You keep trying, you know, and it's okay to say, I didn't work as hard as I could have. Mm -hmm. What can I do better next time? It's okay to say, I worked as hard as I possibly could. I gave everything and I didn't win. What could I change? Maybe nothing. Maybe it wasn't my right. day. You know, it's it's a lot of self-realization that leads you to that place of being able to say, congratulations, you deserved that. And I think and I'm proud of you, yes. you know, and I think it's a practice. So, right. Like, I think a lot of people think, how am I just going to wake up one day and be happy for people? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to wake up every day and practice that. Mm-hmm. So when I go on my social media feed, I follow a ton of other competitors, right? Because I like seeing what they're doing. And, you know, we're always commenting on each other's stuff. And I'm like, it's a practice for me every day to go on there and see somebody completely killing it and commenting like, girl, you look so strong here. You're gonna slay this show. Yeah. Yes. 
it's a daily practice. And you know what? It's okay to say some days I don't 100% feel like it because you're kind of killing it a little bit more than me, you yeah. know? Well, but, but jealousy is not a good look. No. And confidence is a practice. And the way you grow confidence, the way you do it is by cheering other people on. Yeah. And I know that sounds so opposite and twisted, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You grow in your own confidence when you cheer on other people. So I had an employer in college, um, and one of the things, and this has stuck with me, one of the things that they did was, um, you know, this was customer service. And so um, it was about how do you make people feel seen and how do you make them feel good, you know, and welcome. And so more or less, every employee, you know, like there were sort of two lines, you faced each other, and the lines rotated. But anyway, you the first thing you saw about the person that you noticed that wasn't something like, oh, I like your shoes. I like your, you know, whatever. Like you gave them that compliment. You have a wonderful smile. Mm. I, you know, those glasses look really good on your face. You know, you have very pretty eyes. Those kinds of things that were like something that just popped out to you. And it taught you how to really look at someone, you know, and compliment them in a way that was beyond, you know, just something simple like, oh, hey, I like your the I like your T-shirt, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was it was something deeper, something a little bit more meaningful that made someone be seen. Yes, it might have been a little bit of an aesthetic, but it was supposed to be teaching you how to really see someone. So coming off of that. It's really weird that you like brought that up because this just happened today. So there's a store near our house and Edie and I drop in pretty frequently together. She's always coming in in some princess dress or house slippers or who As knows. As she should. You know, and it's a, it, I, it's a dollar store. So I just let her like roam around <laughs> and whatever. But the clerks have kind of gotten to know us, you yeah. know. So I drop in today and I don't have Edie with me. And they're like, oh, where's your little girl? And I'm like, you know, she's not with me. And I was just trying to get out of there and I'm like checking out with all my stuff and she goes I just want to let you know that you're a great mom and I'm like well thank you and she goes no 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 I see how you are with her Mm -hmm. and I just want to let you know that that clerk does not know me she could have chose to just think that to herself and keep it to herself but instead she thought this is a good thing I'm going to speak it out loud Mm -hmm. over this person so it just goes back to that practice of look at somebody. Do you see something good? If so, speak it. Yeah. Yeah. Make people feel seen. Yeah. Make them feel good about the effort that they're putting in because, you know, whether you're at the front or the back, mm. you're trying. Yeah. You're trying and, and that effort does matter. And lately, I don't know why, but after class, just in the last couple weeks, at the end, I'll say, instead of like, tell yourself, good job. Mm-hmm. I'm t- I say, if you saw something, if you saw someone working hard or do something new, yeah, stop them after class and tell them. Yes. Yeah. Why not? You know, be proud. Be proud of the people that you're working with. Be proud of their accomplishments, yes. their efforts. Be proud of your people. It's like when I take a class by another instructor and I'm like, man, that was a solid class with amazing coaching. I want to, at the end of class, I just want them to know, wow, you really, I mean, that was great. Yeah, absolutely. It did, telling them how great they are, that did not take 
anything no. away from me. And it doesn't diminish your abilities no. either. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make me any smaller by elevating somebody else. No, no. And sometimes, you know, uh, it can be hard to compliment someone else because we get put down. Right. Mm. So if, if you're in a space where you're like, I get put down all the time, you know, maybe it's at work, maybe it was growing up, whatever it is, you find it hard to compliment other people mm-hmm. because you don't get those yourself. Yeah. And so then think about it this way. Like, how does it feel when you don't? Yeah. Give those compliments. Give that love. Yeah. And it can things can stop with you, but things can also start with. Yes. You. Yes. And I think. That is an important lesson when it comes to this is you're like, but no, right. Like you said, nobody cheers for me or nobody tells me I do a good job. Okay. So why can't this start with you in your workspace? Absolutely. So you start telling people how great they Mm -hmm. are. And guess what? You're going to inspire other people to do the same. Yep. Absolutely. So you don't need to compete. We can be inspired by each other instead. Yeah. And that's what's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And thanks once again to Scooter's Coffee, our amazing sponsor. Uh, Don't forget, they give 20% off to teachers, first responders, and nurses. Just make sure to show your ID badge or something like that. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.